Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Sunday Encounter. This is Pastor Ryan Moore, and I just want to go through what we call a, a Sunday Encounter. It's reading of scripture, prayers, and an encouraging word uh, for the day. Something new that we'll be doing on the podcast, Pastor Broadcast. And so let us prepare our hearts and mind. Let's pause for two minutes of silence. Psalm 46, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Our confession. Lord, you have called us out of darkness and made straight the path. Your word is true, yet we don't always believe it. You are speaking, but are we listening? We need a shepherd to guide and carry us. Show us the way and forgive our sins. Change us from the inside out. In Jesus' name, amen. Our first reading is from Malachi chapter 3, verse 1 through 4. It says this, See, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Indeed, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. And he will purify the descendants of Levi and refine them like gold and silver until they present offerings to the Lord in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah in Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord as in the days of old and as in former years. Let us pray. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That the Lord, who was once long-suffering towards Israel, calling them to repentance, would open our hearts to hear his word, receive his gifts, and gladly submit to his will. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For pastors, that God would, who, 
who called Isaiah and John the Baptist prepare the way of the Lord would bless them with every good gift as they prepare his people for Christ's coming in glory. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the church, that the Lord who cleanses and gathers us would cause our love to abound more and more. Give us knowledge and discernment of what is excellent and persevere and preserve us blameless for the day of Christ. Let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For families that our Father who gathers us into his household would bless the households of our listeners and that he would bless all within them so that their love may abound with knowledge, discernment, and the righteousness of Christ. Let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For those who serve in the military, that the Lord of hosts, who through John the Baptist counseled soldiers to conduct themselves according to his word would remember protect and guide them to serve honorably let us pray to the lord lord have mercy for those in need of healing comfort and rescue that for the sake of christ who is mightier than all god would deliver them according to his will and assure them of his faithfulness let us pray to the lord lord have mercy into your hands O lord we commend all for whom we pray trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our second reading is from Philippians chapter 1, verse 3 through 11, and it reads this. I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you, because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I'm confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to think this way about all of you because you hold me in your heart for all of you share in God's grace with me, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you to determine what is best so that in the day of Christ, you may be pure and blameless, having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. Philippians chapter one, verse three through 11. And I just wanna give an encouraging word on this passage of scripture. Paul's letter to the Philippians is sometimes described as a love letter. Even these first few verses make it abundantly clear why. Paul and the Philippians enjoy a tremendous bond of Christian friendship, where each party holds the other in affection, love, and support. For while it was traditional in the ancient world to begin a letter with a section of thanksgiving, this one overflows with Paul's gratitude for their support, both when he was among them and now that he is apart and suffering in prison. But these verses also illumine for us part of the nature of prayer. There are two elements in particular that deserve our attention. First, thanksgiving is at the heart of prayer and it is a tremendously powerful thing. Paul begins the section of his letter with this simple but profound statement, I thank my God every time I remember you. Imagine for a moment what it would be like to start our letters like this or to start our conversations. Try it. The next time you have a significant conversation with a friend, start by telling the other person that every time you think of him or her, you give God thanks for their friendship and support. Or the next time you have a significant meeting at work, start by telling the whole group why you're grateful to work with them. 
Well, the next time you sit down with your family, turn to each other and say that you're grateful for each one. Thanksgiving is powerful because it builds up the other person, names what is beautiful and wonderful, and links it to the goodness of God, the giver of all gifts. Each of us could do with a little more Thanksgiving in our life. Paul gives thanks for the Philippians, and because he treasures them, he also prays for their well-being, praying that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you to determine what is best. We sometimes think of prayer as an individual matter, giving thanks for the good we have received or beseeching God for our needs. But prayer can also be deeply communal as we seek after the welfare of those we know and love. Indeed, love might be described most simply as a commitment to seek unfailingly the good of another. And this is Paul's prayer. This is something we can practice too. Casting about in our minds for those we know, live with, work with, play with, and asking in our prayers that God would strengthen in them what is good and prepare them for the challenges ahead. Sometimes way ahead, a wise friend once a, a, a wise friend once said that I should start praying now that my children then in elementary school would find a loving spouse. How wonderful when you think about it to commit to years of praying for the welfare of our children. And we can do this for each other in so many other ways. Giving thanks, seeking after and praying for the welfare of another. These are powerful things, not only for those we pray for, but also for ourselves. Because gratitude and love invite us simultaneously to be so fully ourselves, bringing all that we have and are in the moment, and yet draw us beyond ourselves for the good of another. Yes, in this self-focused culture that we take time to learn, but as you practice prayers of gratitude and love, I think you will find yourself more confident, more at peace, more at well-being with yourself, those around you, and with God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, let us give thanks for all the people you have placed in our lives, seeking after their welfare and entrusting their strengths and needs to your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us pause for a few moments. Let this words get deep down in our souls and then we will conclude. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May God bless you. Be encouraged and let's stay focused on the Lord.